Please be advised, all music tracks used in this production are sole property of Kelson Communications and are original compositions. Thank you. To everyone tuning in, welcome. This is Silas, your e-journalism social work advocate. You're listening to the Kelson on the Air Social Work Podcast, the program that promotes, celebrates, uplifts, and highlights the social work profession. This podcast aims to educate the general public to the vital contributions professional social workers make in every aspect of society every day. It's my distinct pleasure to welcome to today's show the creator and co-producer of the soon-to-be-launched new podcast series called Philanthropy Infusion, Ms. Michelle Woodard. Ms. Woodard is a highly accomplished leader in charitable services and corporate philanthropy with exceptional knowledge of donor-advised funds in the finance industry. She has substantial management experience with local and national nonprofits focused on at-risk youth mental health, and advocacy. Ms. Woodard served as the Vice President of Charitable Services and the Office of Corporate Engagement at ACO, a Goldman Sachs company, for over 20 years with an emphasis on donor-advised funds and working with donors to facilitate local, national, and global giving. Michelle began her college education studying at Concordia University at Montreal, Quebec in Canada. She earned her bachelor's degree in psychology at Albany State University of New York and went on to earn a master's of science and rehabilitation counseling also at Albany State University of New York. Welcome to the show, Ms. Michelle Woodard. Thank you, Silas, and thank you for collaborating with me on this series. Absolutely. Really excited. Um, and we're glad to be able to bring this to the attention of our listeners. And uh, I like your, your theme for this particular series. Tell our listeners what your theme is. So the theme is philanthropy infusion. And what's truly at the heart of philanthropy infusion is equity and philanthropy. The time is now to focus on equity and giving, equity grant making practices, and creating partnerships with leaders who know firsthand the needs of their respective communities. Okay. Um, so when you decided to create philanthropy infusion, and collaborate and co-produce this month-long series, what was at the heart of that decision to create something like this? So what was really at the heart of philanthropy infusion was equity and philanthropy and working with people to change hearts and minds. We are really taking a look at the giving, uh, not only in our country, but globally, and focused on new ways to give and helping people to think about giving in a different way and expand their giving as well. Okay. Now, from what I understand, and I'm really excited to give this information to our listeners, you've lined up four esteemed guest speakers for the Philanthropy Infusion series on equity and philanthropy. Tell our listeners about those guests. So, yes, thank you for asking that. We have an incredible lineup of highly credentialed and respected local, national, and global leaders in philanthropy who are sought-after keynote speakers, published authors, founders, and CEOs of their own nonprofits, and influencers in equity and moving equity forward. Um, so we have an incredible lineup. Uh, the lineup includes... July 8th. Carmen Duncan, founder and CEO of Mission Accomplished Transition Services in the Capital Region of New York State. When it comes to the urban community, as you see dilapidated buildings, and I imagine if people have 
an electrical trade, if they have a carpentry trade, if they're steam fitters, if they're plumbers, people will purchase those dilapidated buildings for $10,000 or $15,000, and then they are able to build it themselves. Talk about pride. Yes, to walk past a building and say, I did that. July 15th. Sea artist Gardner Glazer, Director of Programs and Initiatives at the Satterberg Foundation, a family foundation based in Seattle. To me, I think when I came in, I it's on the wall. The mission is painted on the wall, and I see to promote a just society. To me, I see that as righting a lot of the wrongs in the space that we're in, particularly in philanthropy, and looking at it from a different lens than what's traditionally looked at. July 22nd. Ebony Johnson Cooper, founder and CEO of Young Black and Giving Back Institute and Give 828, which is based in Washington, D.C. We're not just in a book club phase, you know, reading how to be anti-racist or white fragility, like, okay, get it, got it. But what are we doing as actionable um, and who's holding us accountable? Um, It means a shift in culture, um, meaning that we don't just talk about you know, the, the milestones um, for folks of color for, you know, Latin Heritage Month or Black History Month, right? Like we felt like it's part of who we are, becomes our fabric. And that's going to take time. We'll be right back after this message from our sponsor. July 29th. Dr. Jacqueline Bouvier Copeland, founder and CEO of the Wise Fund and Black Philanthropy Month, also co-founder of Pan-African Women's Philanthropy Network, or as the organization is now known, ReUnity. I want everyone, including people of all backgrounds, to understand that this um, is not just about philanthropy and giving, although that's where we started and building a global economy and culture of giving instead of just taking is really important. Um, Also part of that is um, just the whole concept of love. That's part of the etymology of philanthropy, the Greek word love of humanity. That also includes Black people. And I think of a lot of the racial justice and equity problems we're facing is that still Black people are not necessarily seen as equal in just their core humanity. So again, for our listeners, if you're interested in equity and philanthropy, or you're working with philanthropists who want to expand giving for more equitable distribution of their charitable dollars, but aren't quite sure how to get started, this is the podcast for you. Listen in to hear our accomplished guests talk about their work, their lives, and the important work their organizations are doing. And by producing this series, what have you learned And what will your audience gain by listening in? I've made new friends. I've met new colleagues. And I've been really humbled to be in the presence of excellence and true commitment to changing hearts and minds for a better world. Um, And I'd like to add, Silas, that while these incredible individuals are tireless in their efforts to move equity forward, what I've learned is they, they get tired and they get tired of the constant uphill battle in the fight for racial equity and justice. Uh, to quote Dr. Copeland, hope equals action. And that's what we're, we need right now. So it's of the utmost importance to have honest discussions about equity, racial equity, and equity and philanthropy.
Are these discussions awkward and uncomfortable at times? Yes. Are they always easy? No, but they're necessary and they're critical and they need to happen now. So in your opinion, please tell our listeners what makes philanthropy infusion such a unique concept. Yes, philanthropy infusion is unique because we're talking to experts in their fields that are not only doing the equity work, they're living it. To quote one of our guests, the artist Gardner Glazer, there are people doing equity work every day, but for people of color, this isn't work, this is life. So we're talking about qualifiable data as well as quantifiable data. And uh, last point I'd like you to enlighten our listeners on, if you would, why is equity in philanthropy so important now more than ever? Yeah, so the dual pandemic of COVID-19 and racial injustice in this country and globally has further devastated already struggling individuals, families, communities, nonprofits, and small businesses. So the time to act is now. We need to move to action while the world is paying attention and make permanent change for a better world and a better future. Uh, And I'd like to just close by saying it's a win-win when we all work together. Our communities are stronger, our health is stronger, our economy is stronger, and we thrive. Very well put, very well put. And thank you so much for bringing this important topic to the attention of our listeners. And what we want to do is to make sure that everyone knows that this is the beginning of a new series where we're going to be highlighting various people in the philanthropy circles and all the initiatives that mean to put equity back in philanthropy so that everyone shares equally in the goodness of giving back to others. So thank you to my esteemed guest, Ms. Michelle Woodard. Again, she's the creator and the co-producer of Philanthropy Infusion. And please leave our listeners with one closing thought, if you would, Michelle. Yes, thank you again, Silas, for collaborating with me on this series. Uh, This you made helped make this possible, and I truly appreciate you and all the work you're doing as well. And what I'd like to leave listeners with is the time is now. We have people's attention. Uh, We have a lot of work to do in in order to move equity in many different forms uh, forward, including equity and philanthropy. So the time is now. Let's all work together. Let's get this done to make uh, and create a better world for everybody. All right. Thank you so much for that. And we will be making sure to highlight all the shows as they're coming up. So stay tuned to the Kelso on the Air Social Work Podcast for more information about the series of outstanding guests um, that Michelle has lined up. Thank you so much for being on the show, Michelle. Thank you, Silas. This is Silas, your e-journalism social work advocate and host of the show. You've been listening to the Kelson on the Air Social Work Podcast. This and all other programs are available on the Apple iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Anchor podcast platforms. Go to any search engine and type in Kelson on the Air in the search window to hear this show in its entirety. Thank you for tuning in. This has been a Kelson Communications production.